Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Back to the Jiggy Jaguar Show on the network. Welcome back to our big broadcast. Coast to coast. Border to border. It's iHeartRadio. Tune in. iTunes. Radio loyalty. Stitcher and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available. In the App Store, cheekycheckwire.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our fantastic, fantastic app. Get a hold of us, jiggycheckwire.com. Also find our app, jiggycheckwire.us. We are going to go to our first guest here in a few moments uh, of our programming day. We want to encourage you to uh, get over to our website, JiggyCheckWire.com, and check out everything that's going on over there. It is the best place to get as much information as humanly possible on what we are doing. Um, I don't know what that last guest was all about. She was supposed to be on today. We did an interview with her. She didn't have anything to say. She didn't have anything to plug. It was the strangest thing I've ever been involved with. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Sometimes people just want to come on here and talk. I I I, I guess that's just the best I could do, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know these things. But uh, JiggyJaguar.com is the best spot. Go ahead and do that. Check us out over there. Um, It is the official website of record. As I was fondly saying back in the day. I was very fond of saying the website of record. Way back in the day. We are going to go to our first guest here today uh, on our big program. If you want to get a hold of us, amfm247.com is another spot where you can uh, say hello to us. We are going to get in touch with our first guest here, Craig Leaner. He's got a great book. This was never about basketball. He's going to be our first guest up here. Hello, it's Craig. Craig, how are you? It's James Lowe with KJ Radio. How are you, sir? Hello, James. Um, it's nice to speak with you. Do you have any idea about the magnitude of your cult status here in Southern California? Uh, no. I should be speaking with or interviewing you, actually. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it, sir. Uh, that 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 is phenomenal. We've got uh, Craig Leaner with us today, author of the young adult novel, This Was Never About Basketball, and uh, 
There's a Kansas angle at the end of this book, and we will talk about that as we move along here. The website, this was never about basketball.com, and uh, Craig's with us today. He got his start in uh, organized basketball at the age of nine in Southern California in a YMCA youth league. He uh, later secured a roster spot on the varsity squad at Van Nuys High School, where he was considered to be the 13th best basketball player on a team of 13 players. That is a phenomenal effort. That ranks right up there with uh, a, a karate tournament I competed in where I got third and there was only three people in the competition. So, uh, <laughs> what got something? I was, I was very proud of all that effort. <laughs> I was, I was in. as well, my friend. Now, uh, let, let's, let, let's talk about this book here. This is a phenomenal piece of business. Give me your thoughts on the book here. Well, um, I can't believe I actually wrote it. There are there are moments where I don't even remember doing it. It sort of came through me, through the sky, through my fingers, and I just felt really fortunate to have been in the middle of all that. Well, it is it is an amazing read. Take me through the uh, the writing process for the book. Well, um, boy, like everybody who who likes to write, I always felt I had a book in me, and uh, I, I felt it was time to finally make good on it, and. Um, you know, we all know how to, what a good book reads like, but writing one is a whole different story. So I actually sat down and read eight books on how to write a book before I even started. Uh, dialogue and, and character development and things like that, the brain science of storytelling. And, uh, and then I also told everybody that I knew that I was writing a book, so I had nowhere to run. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Now, uh, with this book, uh, give, give us a little bit of details on this book. Uh, just some of the some of the different characters, some of the different people that are featured in the book. Tell me all about it. Okay. The, well, the book uh, takes place through the eyes of Ezekiel Archer, uh, also known as Zeke, and it's his story that he tells. Uh, and what happens is he he's in the biggest game of his life. He's in the high school finals against his arch rival, Mid City Prep. Game's coming down on the wire, and uh, his arch rival from the other team clotheslines one of Zeke's teammates, and Zeke is at the crossroads and he commits an act of violence as a result of that. And what happens is they end up forfeiting the game. They get expelled from high school. He's forced to live out the rest of his high school days in, in, in what's known as the California version of high school purgatory, which is called continuation school. And, uh, that's, that's, he, and also he had a scholarship to the University of Kansas in his back pocket that uh, a couple of days later the school told him they were rescinding it. Wow. So this is, this is where he found himself. And, and then what happens from there is he befriends an autistic kid in school, a kid who's um, really smart, good with numbers, and kind of tied into sort of ethereal things. And he learns through this kid that the, here's where it gets a little bit challenging and kind of interesting. The uh, interdimensional energy being known as the seventh dimension has decided because of Zeke's actions to take away the game. Uh, the seventh dimension brought the game to Earth in 1891 through Dr. James Naismith and worked through him to propagate the game. And because of what happened, it elected to take the game away. Zeke learns this through the autistic kid uh, through, through happenstance there at school. And then um, he spends a lot of time trying to redeem himself and try to save the game. That's amazing. That is amazing. Now, uh, take, take us through the, uh, the process of some of the character development and, and things of that nature for the book. Well, um, yeah, I guess there are portions of the main character, Zeke, are sort of autobiographical, although I never was a star point guard. Uh, basketball was a huge part of my life, and 
lot of my world revolved around it as I was growing up. And um, he's got a couple of teammates. Um, there's a gentleman named Curtis Short, who is um, he's a surfer, and everything that he views the world in uh, is seen through the eyes of a surfer in his, in his dialect and his outlook. Uh, he's always either on the water or on a basketball court, and his thing is that he's got a shot that he never misses. He just is he's deadly from from long distance. And then his other teammate is a gentleman named Roland Stretch Puckett, and Stretch is uh, six foot ten, and he's just he continues to grow, and he's sort of the the comedic um, counterbalance to Zeke, where he keeps things light, and he's just a really good post player. Um, there is a love interest. Uh, her name is Rebecca Tuesday. And uh, she's sort of, um, she's kind of cute and tough in a non-basketball way. And Zeke takes a liking to her, and she plays a pivotal role in the story as well. Interesting stuff. The, um, the heavy. Yes. The, the antagonist is a gentleman named Brock Decker, aptly named, and he's really a jerk. Uh, and, and he's always trying to get under Zeke's skin and is often successful at doing that. Brock Decker, it, it, it's kind of like your name is your destiny. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's a well-chosen name. I have to say. <laughs> We've got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Now, uh, uh, what elements did you draw upon uh, to develop some of the main characters of the book? Well, um, certainly redemption is a, is a key element that, that runs through the story, uh, we, and we we explore friendship and all the different aspects as well. Uh, that's and that's a key part, and then and then we talk about uh, how violence as a means of rec- resolving conflict simply does not work, and and that that's a big uh, part of my life as I was growing up. I really believe that. I continue to believe it. In this world, it's even more important. So those are the main things that, that I draw from as I as I put the story together. We've got a uh, great guest for the story. Uh, Craig Lunar joins us here on a broadcast. He is a fantastic fantastic author he joins us live now um why did you decide to write this book and who's your target audience well let's see it's considered a young adult which you know i guess the target would be to the 12 to 18 year old crowd however um every adult that i've spoken with including those who are not related to me uh every adult has told me that they could not put it down they just keep rammering through the book until they finish it uh, although the target is you know the summer reading crowd the young adult and I think that's where the, what the message is that I try to impart. That's really where the value is. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. And uh, if you want to get more information on our guest, check out thiswasneveraboutbasketball.com. The book is This Was Never About Basketball, and it is a uh, tremendous, tremendous book. Now, um, what is your background in writing? We talked a little bit about your background in basketball, but what's your background in writing exactly? Well, I, I can remember as far back as junior high when I was a sports writer for the school paper. And from there, writing just became part of my career. I worked in uh, film operations for film studios, and I worked in human resources management. And I always managed to have the writing part of my job sort of elevate me and, and become the go-to person in various positions that I held. Uh, and then at some point, pretty late in my career, I landed my dream job, which was as a sports writer for the local community newspaper up in northern Los Angeles County called the Signal Newspaper. And I worked there for a couple of years and really learned the craft, worked around some, some guys who really knew what they were doing. And from there, that's where I got the idea that I wanted to go ahead and write, it, write this novel. 
We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live. Now, um, how long did it take you to write this book, and uh, how did you come up with, with such a unique storyline for this great book? Well, um, that, that's probably one of the more interesting aspects of the book. Uh, when I started to put the story together, I was struggling with the direction to go in. And then uh, it, was, it would have been mid-January of 2016. I was at a funeral for a good friend of mine for his mom who passed away, and we were at San Fernando Mission, one of the California missions at the Chapel of Ease there. And this, the guy whose mama was, he and I actually played against each other in high school, didn't really know each other, and then 20 years later we were working for the same company, so there was sort of a basketball element that, that brought us together. So I'm sitting here at this Catholic funeral, and it's, um, there's a lot of people crying, and it's, it's just long and, and pretty involved. At some point, uh, I looked up at the, at the wall behind the pulpit. It's a walnut-carved history of the, the religious history of the world, and it was originally created in Spain in the 1600s, and it migrated to New York and then to California earlier in the, in the 20th century, ended up on the, on the wall at this chapel. And uh, I looked up at it, and for no particular reason, I just said, closing my eyes, I said, I'm really struggling with my story right now. What have you got for me? And I had this elevated level of expectation, like something was going to happen. And I listened, and I listened, and I heard this voice come through and say five words to me, they're taking the game away. And in that moment, I had my story. I went home, sat at the kitchen table, and I outlined the story for the next four days, and on the fifth day, I wrote my first chapter, and I just went from there. Absolutely amazing. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. It, it is a uh, great book, and uh, this book is absolutely, absolutely amazing. And uh, how, did, how did you come up with the title for the book? Oh, boy, that's, that's another good question. The original title for the book was um, The Kid Who Saved Basketball, and that, was, that rode with me the entire time that I wrote it. And then at the 11th hour, when we were just about ready to publish, my editor called me and said, we can't use the title because there is another book. Uh, it was called The Boy Who Saved Baseball. It's rhythmically similar, and we, we have to abandon the title. Um, there was nothing legally stopping me from using that original title that I had. But the problem was when you have a title that creates uh, confusion in the marketplace, and there yes. was an opportunity for people to be confused and think that my book was a sequel to the other author's, it was best that we bailed. And so after a couple of weeks of knocking some ideas around, we actually uh, took the title of Chapter 36 and thought that was a really good evocative and mysterious title to use for the book. Fantastic. We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. Uh, we're going to go ahead and put you on hold uh, for uh, a smidgen, my friend. We're going to take a, a brief commercial time out here. We'll be back with you here in about two minutes. Please hold, my friend. We're going to uh, take a break and come back. We've got more coming up here on our big program. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 